This is the day I died three years ago, as far as anyone else knows. There's no eulogy, no wake. I became a ghost. But this isn't where the story really starts. No, no. That was four months ago on my team's first mission, and that was a glorious clusterfuck. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. Won't you come to your body? This is Cheap Seat Reviews. Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. The greater good. This is episode 280, and tonight we're talking about Six Underground. I am Sean Allred, and joining me tonight is Andrew Five Jimison. Oh, I was expecting maybe three since I haven't Oh, oh. Why is that doing that? That was weird. I don't know. It's a good question. <laughs> Sorry. What were you? Or I was expecting to maybe be six since I have a nice six pack. Mm, do you? Of beer? Yeah. Or or four, since I have two extra nipples. <laughs> okay. That's weird. I know. Um, no. So, yeah, you're, you're, uh, you're five. And uh, Sam, two, Vector. That would be me tonight and Sean. Yeah. In a Michael Bay film, there's a variety of ways to off you. Mm-hmm. But this week, I'm just going to breathe on you. <laughs> just so you know, That's... I'm gonna I'm gonna go off script and go off Michael Bay and just just breathe into your mouth, just a steady breath into your mouth. <laughs> sounds really almost seductive. That's, that's, uh, yeah, it sounds awful. It's a little too sexual. Yes, I know. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just the medicine talk. <laughs> oh, jeez. So if you haven't been able to tell in these ten seconds that Sam has been chatting, he is is extremely ill. Uh, he's been fighting, I guess, some kind of bird flu or something for about the last uh, like week and a half. I think I'm fighting off Menza. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, he's really sick. So, but uh, he wanted to soldier through and and participate in the show tonight. So, his his participation will be almost as minimal as the time Andrew had to use his phone to communicate. So, <laughs> uh, that was good times. Yes, it was funny for us. Uh, All right. Yeah, so anyway, um, so let's pull up a comfy chair and dive into this movie. This is Six Underground, the Michael Bay-directed Ryan Reynolds-starring Netflix original movie that came out like three weeks ago. Yeah, not too long ago. Yeah, and... Yeah, we're we're current on cheap seat reviews, just so everybody knows. Which is kind of cool now that Netflix is doing like movies like that, so we can actually kind of be... By, you know, pretty big name directors. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we can be pretty, I mean, we actually chatted about... People like Ryan Reynolds and, I mean, look at the uh, Irishman there a few weeks ago. Right. Um, Yeah, they're they're pumping out some interesting stuff. Yeah, and that's that's what I was going to say. You know, we kind of teased the idea together, the three of us, 
said, I know, I, or I guess it was me, I said, hey, we should do The Irishman. And Andrew's like, that's three and a half hours long. And I said, yeah. oh, that's, that's more time than I put investing into the show all week. Like, period. <laughs> Let alone having to watch a movie three, three and a half hours and then spend more time on the show. Yeah, and, and that's the thing about, you know, Netflix and Amazon and all these streaming people doing their own movies and shows. They really, the rules don't apply anymore. They can make it as mm-hmm. long as they want. They can do you know, whatever they want. If they want to have a six-hour movie, they they can do it. Uh, yeah, exactly. Something yeah. tells me that Martin Scorsese was like, which basically held them down and said, I'm going to do what I want. We're going to make my movie and you will have no say in how long or what it is. Yeah. Kind of like all the Adam Sandler movies that, you know, I'm sure Adam Sandler had the same clout as Martin Scorsese. Oh, yeah. I'm and sure. and yeah. said, listen, we are going to do the movies the way I want them. I, okay, so we have watched, um, we did Ridiculous Six for the podcast, one of the Adam Sandler Netflix joints. And why do yeah. I have three nipples? It, which brought us that and the uh, lovely neck swinging song, um, and uh, various other good goodies. By the way, I I have also seen because of him. I'm looking for it. Uh, what's it called? We did ridiculous six. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? The eight full eight. No, no, that not uncut gems. This new one. Let me, uh, Sorry, uh, I just I had numbers in my brain for some reason. I don't know why numbers an, would be in my mind today. Mur- murder mystery that came out this year. Murder mystery. Oh, yeah. That's also it's a it's another joint with, with him, Jennifer Aniston with Jennifer it? Aniston, and it's actually kind of funny. I uh, heard it's good. Yeah, my wife and I really enjoyed it. Um, but then again, she and I also like. We both like Adam Sandler and his kind of dumb rom coms. I mean, we both liked uh, just, Fifty First Dates. Well, yeah, Fifty First uh, oh, Dates. I love has Fifty First Dates. One of the cream of the crops. That's actually a really good movie. No, I was going to yeah. say uh, just go with it with uh, Jennifer Aniston and uh, Kate Upton and Is that the one with the ferret. <laughs> oh wait, no, that's Ben Stiller. Never mind. No, but but there's a dude that makes. Well, there's a guy that does like a. I don't know what made me think of this, but he does like a weird German accent the whole time. It's one of Sandler's buddies, um, yeah. and they go to Hawaii. <laughs> and is it Rob Schneider? He is in it. He plays like a Mexican, or <laughs> or a. What does he do? I can't remember. No, no, that's sorry. I'm thinking of Fifty First Dates, where he plays like this crazy Hawaiian. I don't know yeah. what he plays in Just Go With It. <laughs> Maybe he's just a local. I don't remember. Anyway, sorry, I'm getting my Adam Sandler movies all. They're, they're all kind of the same. Let's be, let's be honest. Yeah. That's true. Um, the only difference is, is like he has a big, crazy mustache in that movie, in Mystery Day. Anyway, what is, what, uh, so it's Six Underground. Sorry, I didn't mean to go down that weird place. Um, so a, a friend of the show, and I guess I'll just say my brother-in-law, he doesn't listen to the show, so it doesn't really matter. He did not like this movie. And when what? I when I told him that we were doing this, he's like, dude, don't waste your time. This movie sucks. He says it's incoherent. He's like, he didn't like it. So I thought, oh, geez, well, okay. But that's, isn't that the beauty of Michael Bay films is that they are incoherent? And so I and I, I kind of said that. I'm like, you do know it's a Michael Bay movie, right? Like, you do, you do get that. I'm like, you love Bad Boys 2. And he's like, yeah, Bad Boys 2 is awesome. For life. 
And so I thought, okay. So then I'm thinking to myself, God, this movie must really suck. So maybe that helps in forming my expectations really low. Yeah. And so when I'm watching this, and I watched this with my wife, <laughs> I was rolling. I was laughing so hard. I was grinning from the time this movie started to the time that it stopped. I freaking love this movie. I know usually I let you Dude, guys kind of say what you guys I, say first. I but have been sick since New Year's Eve. Yeah. So roughly seven days. So since your birthday, really? Yeah. Happy, and happy um, birthday. Yeah. This is the. Oh. What he's gonna say is, <laughs> this, this is the first time that uh, he woke up. Oh, hello. Oh, yeah, oh. You, you're back. <laughs> oh, my batteries died. I think. Oh my god. Dying. That was it's so not weird. that I wasn't because I've been moving it. I've been hitting the mute button, so it should stay on. That's funny. Literally, you're like <laughs> since Christmas or New Year's Eve. This is the. Yeah. So I thought maybe a sneeze had killed your microphone or something. No. Um, so I've been sick for, for however many days. This is the best thing to happen to me in, in all those days. I needed this movie today. And um, I, it is not Schindler's List. And it, well, I don't ever dare a Michael Bay film to be. Yeah. But it was flipping amazing. It's everything you want a Michael Bay to film to be. I, yeah. I you know, you don't go in here for some sort of, you know, mental exercise. You go in for beautiful you shots, explosions. Yeah. You, yeah. You, go, you, yeah. you go for simple movie popcorn fun. And this had everything. And I I don't think this movie would be as good without uh, without Ryan Reynolds. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, because his quips. And I don't know if they were improvised or if they were scripted. I don't care. They were. Yeah flipping hilarious and the best they were just it was the best yeah i think a lot of his stuff is is uh probably you know improvised mm-hmm. and then <laughs> you know the director or whoever says hey i like that leave that in there yeah well i i do remember reading that because he voiced pikachu and detective pikachu and he basically had versions of that that you could do pg pg 13 and r Mm-hmm. Uh, just like Robin Williams had that for Good Morning Vietnam. So, uh, yeah, Sam, I'm with you. I mean, I haven't been sick, obviously. I've, I've been perfectly fine. But this movie scratched an itch that I needed scratching. Yeah. This, this movie, I mean, it, <laughs> it's not just that it has explosions and chase scenes, which it does have plenty of both. It's It's got every other thing. It's got the pretty women and the slow-mo mm. and... And the things that make you laugh, but you kind of have to pay attention that make you laugh, like when they're doing yeah. the, the, the the one that made me laugh out loud that was the dumbest thing in the movie was when when Dave Franco was driving the, the, the lime green car, right? And he's spinning mm-hmm. around that statue. And Ryan Reynolds has got his head out the window when he's screaming, baby, right? Because he's afraid you're going to hit the baby. And then the girl says, puppies, right? And there's a woman screaming, holding the baby, and there's birds are flying by, and she gets hit in the face with a bird. <laughs> <laughs> and and there's some and there's some local uh, resident there flicking him uh, off, like he's literally giving them the bird while these guys are spinning around. It was so funny. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I laughed at that. That was 
It was a little unexpected. Yeah. I was kind of taken back because, um, you know, I was having gone to Florence. I was looking at you know the stuff and trying to catch stuff that I had seen while I was there and kind of try to figure out where they were. And then all of a sudden, that scene happens, and I'm like, okay, I can't, I can't dissect this right now. I need to just watch and enjoy. Yeah, right. That that whole chase, the very first chase sequence was. I don't know if it's the best one I've ever seen, but I I loved every second of that. Yeah. It was absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, the it, choreography, and that, I mean, in my, of course, Michael Bay is really, really good about doing that. Um, you know, just making making beautiful chaos basically is what it ends up being. But it was it was just you saw things not only in that chase but this whole movie. You saw things you've never seen before in movies. And I always say that's what I go to movies for, to be wowed, to see something I've never seen. And this this thing was chock full of it everywhere. Now, mainly it was creative ways for people to die. Yeah. Um, and, and ways to watch people die that, that you just didn't expect. But um, I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. I loved the flashbang head explosion. Yeah, I was just thinking the, about that. Uh, oh, man. You know, the, the, the bullets... <laughs> Well, while he coughs up, uh, Andrew, I'm gonna, we're gonna I'm gonna switch gears just a second. I'm gonna downshift sure. here, and let's go ahead and do our five word reviews um, while while Sam recomposes right, himself. I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. Sorry. Uh, you, okay. you, you sure? No, yeah, I mean, I wasn't. I was. I was just finishing up on the um, bullets going through cheeks and and various other appendages and the bodies flying around the cars as that are getting hit. You know, mm-hmm. Michael Bay finally found a way to use CGI. To his to the benefit of of just the craziness of, he does of just total so. mayhem. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so let's do our five word reviews. Give yourself a, a chance to kind of catch your breath there. Um, so I'll let Andrew go first this time, uh, since normally you go first, Sam. Okay. Um, well, mine is fairly straightforward. Mm-hmm. Michael Bay is explodium, and I know that's <laughs> only four words, but uh, I don't know how else to put it. That's, that's, there's my, so my, much exploding in this movie. Michael Bay is much explodium. There you go. Yeah. Mine, um, let me pull this up real quick. Okay, I've got two of them for you. Sure. Crash, boom, explode, fire, blood. Nice. And loud bangs, fire and bodies. Okay. Which nice. pretty much could describe any Michael Bay film. <laughs> Yeah, I, I was. But, yeah, I mean, thirteen hours was a little bit more of his poignant. Well, subdued. He he probably had some people telling him no here and there. Plus, he had a real story to. Yeah, it's a real story, to, and I think he wanted to be very earnest with it, and 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 do, and kind of pay tribute well. to the men that that were there, uh, yeah. and not turn it into. And he kind of did that with with Pearl Harbor. It just kind of screwed up with the whole love story crap. Yeah, I mean, honestly, if you if you edit out the majority of the love story, it's a really good war movie. Um, yeah, the, the only thing that really isn't really all that historically accurate about it is the 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 dog fighting towards the uh, when the the two guys the two boys go up into the air. The those mm-hmm. those P40s would fall apart; like they couldn't physically do the things that the movie showed them doing. But interesting. And the other thing that's kind of because I mean, they they got a lot of historically accurate stuff right in the movie. I mean, even down to the line where the the guy goes up to the general or the admiral and says, um, 
we sank a Japanese U-boat trying to enter into the harbor. Like, yeah. like that was, I mean, that actually happened. Um, that was part mm-hmm. of, that was part of the first phase was they were going to sneak in these little submarines. Um, yeah. But, um, the fact that the movie shows, it se- makes it seem like only two, those were the only two fighters to get up into the air. It's, it's kind of inaccurate. There was like 30 or 40 guys that eventually got up into the air to chase, you know, to fight the, the Japanese, but whatever, yeah. it's, it's fine. They're the heroes. Um, anyway, so my two, I did two this time. I usually don't, but I did two. Uh, so my first one is just under Bad Boys 2. Oh, wow. Okay. Because I love Bad Boys 2. And I mm-hmm. think I put this yeah. movie right under there. And my, my, first, my main one, though, the one that made me laugh when I even wrote it, was Bay, obviously meaning Michael, plus Reynolds, plus cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's about right. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's... that car chase scene, though, is it, it's it's kind of. I mean, it, it's what am I trying to say? It's adrenaline, adrenaline making. I mean, you're sitting in your seat, yeah. watching this thing. I'm going, what is happening? This is so frantic. Oh my, oh my gosh! Why are they all yelling? And she's shot. And I mean, there's just there's so much crazy that happens that we don't get. We don't know how she got shot or like. You know what I'm saying? Like we just, they're yeah. just driving. It's just crazy and frantic. And then they do, you know, you get the little backstories on the individual guys, which I thought was pretty cool. Which is great. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, until poor Dave Franco slid into a forklift. Dude, and I was, I, I, I literally felt bad for the kid Yeah. on that one. I was like, oh man. What a dumb way I, to I die. I kind of like Dave Franco. Well, yeah, yeah, he's funny. And I thought, <laughs> yeah, is this like the end of the movie? And then the rest of the movie is going to be how we got to this moment? Nope. He's gone. He's out of the movie. Yeah, he's, he's he's done. He's yeah. in the movie for like the eight minute car chase, and that's it. Uh-huh. So I kind of felt bad for him. So then they brought yeah. in six. Uh, so, uh, yeah. so this movie, um, big budget. This is the second largest budget movie that Netflix has uh, acquired. Really? Of, well, I mean, if you think about it, it has to be. Well, that's true. Yeah, uh, you got. I mean, if you just look at the actors and the director yeah. and then the locations, it's got to be. Yeah. And, and the sheer volume of, of, of black powder. Well, <laughs> and there's a lot of CGI happening. I mean, there's a lot mm-hmm. of, of the slow yeah. motion. There's um, and there, there's actually a lot of CGI. This was a $150 million movie. Wow. And... Goodness. Yeah, I mean it, it's a it's a it's an expensive movie, it, which is second only to The Irishman, which was like 175 million. And, and it just, you you start to wonder how much, I mean, like which movie is is Netflix more proud of? Does that make sense? Well, I, I just want to know how do they how do you make money off of these things? I don't understand yeah. the the Netflix. The model, I don't, you know what I'm saying? I don't get how they make money. Now, because the Irishman was in theaters for like five minutes, right? But I mean, yeah. yeah. This, but this, it was award. I mean, they knew that was an award. They were trying to get awards with that one. Right. Yeah. Right. I, I know what you're saying, Sean. I, I mean, there's got to be, I mean, people that I, I don't think I know anybody. I mean, if I were to go ask them right now. Do you have a Netflix or do you have Netflix subscription? Mm-hmm. They would, most people would say yes. I mean, I think they're just rolling yeah. in the dough now. 
Yeah, but I mean, do they? I mean, enough that they can spend in one calendar year three hundred million dollars on oh, two gosh, movies? Yeah, Obviously, that's yeah. just that's just crazy to think. So, I mean, they're making money somehow. I just, I, it's just, yeah, it's, uh, it seems there's weird. There's a lot of these guys and <laughs> actors and other people that are saying, should these Netflix movies be eligible to win? You know, it, uh, all these award Golden Globes and uh, Academy Awards and things like that. Uh, but you know, it's in my opinion, you got the same actors, you got the same directors, you got the same budgets. Oh, why not? I mean, the only difference is it's not opening in a theater. And, well, in some cases, it is. Right. Yeah. Well, and and I was I was gonna kind of talk to you that, you know, uh, I think the only reason they did the Irishman in the theater was to, to get into that award category because yeah. they believed it could. Um, I'm not sure if, if something like this would be eligible for Academy Awards. Um, I, don't, uh, I don't know that it would even be nominated, but I mean, maybe sound editing. I don't know. You know, not this one, obviously, but, um, yeah. but if they hadn't put Irishman in the theaters, I wonder if, <laughs> if they would, uh, have been even eligible. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I, I, I thought that were, I know their documentaries are usually up for Academy Awards because I know they've won a few of those. So I'm not sure how that works. Honestly. I don't know. I mean, I know Roma was, you know, nominated. So Tony. Yeah. 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 Uh, I mean, and as as my IMDb page is parked here on Six Underground, the background is the Aeronauts Amazon original movie with Eddie Redmayne and Felicity Jones, which I really want to watch. Um, and we can do it for the show if we wanted to. I mean, well, remember when when good old Eddie was in uh, the the tower, uh, t- not Towers of the World, a uh, Pillars, Pillars, yeah, of the pil- world. Pil- Pillars of the Earth, yeah. Pillars of the Earth, thank you. Yeah, doing doing this, you know, small little role for a, yep. a a show that had a lot of really good actors in it. Yeah, it did. Um, <laughs> the the guy that voices everything, uh, Ian McShane. Mm-hmm. Was in it Matthew McF- Matthew McFarland? Uh, you got uh, Haley Atwell was in it. Um, was she? Yeah, yeah. Agent Agent Carter is the is the lead, the lady, the only the only lady that has really any. Huh. I'll have to remember that one. I don't. Yeah, she's. Um. I just know I love the book, and I think you were the one that told me about that one. I did. I was the one that that thrust that into your face. Um. And there's and a I couple. Saw it, it was like four inches thick. I'm like, oh, good God. Allison Pill is in it. Good gosh. Donald Sutherland. I forgot he was it. Tony Curran. Yep. He's awesome. Yep. Elton John. Wait, really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sure. Why? Why shouldn't I believe you in your names of things? Well, he's never got one wrong. He's That's never why. been yeah. wrong before. See? Uh, Tom Builder was Rufus <laughs> Sewell. Sewell. I always thought that was a bad cast, but anyway, that's just me. Uh, my issue with that cast is the exact same issue you have with Tom Cruise as um, Jack Ryan. Jack, no, Jack Reacher. Oh, Jack, oh, Jack Reacher. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like, like, because that yeah. actor is yeah. like, he's like five ten, five nine. It's and, supposed to be imposing. Yeah, and like, yeah, he, he's he's a man that can think can, that can break stone 
with one hit of a hammer. Like he's supposed to be this yeah. massive man. The guy I would have liked to have them gotten is the guy that that was the blob from the Wolverine movie. The guy that played oh, yeah. uh, Little John in the Russell Crowe version of. Um, yeah, I want okay, him. Radcliffe. Sure, because he's like six foot four or something like that. Yeah, no, I don't know. He's called. got magic. He does have magic. Well, <laughs> not that guy. <laughs> I don't know his real name. He's a weird no, looking dude. Potter. I know that. He's he's a weird looking. What's it, Teddy? No, not the Wolverine. I need that ah, crap. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Um. Anyway, uh oh. Oh, never mind. Sorry. I saw the uh, the newest Robin Hood with the guy that I like, and I thought, oh, we should do that one, but I don't think it's streaming. No, no it's not. Anyway, um, I do like this okay. this one, though. I do like the... Uh, Kevin Durand is the guy who I'm thinking of for Little John. Did, wasn't that an 80s band? Kevin Durand? Yeah, sure. He also uh, plays for the um, Golden State Warriors. Oh, yeah, uh-huh. yeah see. There. See, I can do it too. See, <laughs> Oscar Isaac's in that movie too. By the way, that that Robin Hood, your uh, your Poe Dameron. How about that? Anyway, um, so the level of violence in this movie and the way it's portrayed, and frankly, and this is weird to say, but how beautiful it is, reminded me of Polar. Oh yeah, a little bit. The the one with uh, Tom Hanks. Not, <laughs> not the Polar Express. Jeez. Same amount of violence. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can see that. Yeah. Floating ice. And Wait. I was, I was thinking the blonde was in the same two movies, but I guess not. Mm. Um, the one he had in the cabin up against the, the window there. Mm. No, she's not in this. Okay. No. But you're right. It was, it's. Well, it's Michael Bay, for God's sake, glorifying the violence all the way around. And, uh, um, but let me tell you, okay, can I tell you my lifted my hands moment that I just was like, this movie is the best ever? No, you The magnet scene. I the love end. the magnet yeah. scene. That's Holy so great. Holy crap. Yeah. I loved every part of that. I thought I it was brilliant. Full circle. Yeah, right? And he knew he was going to do something, yeah. right, with with the magnets, you know, at the beginning, just because you can't just leave that out there and and not do it. But the way it worked on the yacht was just... It was too cool. I didn't, holy crap, I didn't awesome. care if it, was, if it was realistic or not. I didn't care. Yeah. I thought it was cool. I yes. Just, it, and, and that's to your point, right? It's like, show me something we've not seen before. Yes. And yeah. and they do. I mean that's yep. That's that's I mean yeah. I don't I can't think of anything that I've seen that had something of that like in it mm-hmm. where the good guys thought ahead enough, you know, they have the ceramic guns and all that sort of mess. Um but uh to just just be able to completely fling the every magnet surface to one side of the boat or the other was just brilliant. Have either one of you <coughs> seen the Hitman's Bodyguard? No. No. Gotta do this for the show. I've gotta find a way to get that on the show. <coughs> because frankly, Sorry. if if you're fine. If you liked this movie, you're gonna like that movie. It's not nearly as frantic, uh, but it's just as much Ryan Reynolds doing the things that he does in this movie. 
<laughs> um, I mean, he's basically, honestly, he's almost playing the exact same character. Uh-huh. Uh, the only difference is instead of it being a team, it's a buddy cop with Sam Jackson. Oh, nice. But the reason why I bring it up is the big bad that he, that he has to, that one, like the big bad guy that um, is in this movie. Uh, I mean, physically big bad guy, not the main bad oh, guy. Oh, yeah, the guy that was choking the guy out on the... Yeah, on the, that gets sniped from yeah. our hero, uh, he, our hero with a conscience. Uh, he's also um, a, a bad guy in that movie that Ryan Reynolds has to fight, and he meets his untimely demise in a hardware store. It's pretty cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's pretty awesome. Uh, when we're first introduced to the climbing character, I think, it, is it four, right? Number four. Um, I was like, why is, you know, the only reason he has him in this movie is, is to shoot some cool parkour. But by the end of the film, it was like, oh, okay, well, that makes sense now. Uh, this kid can, can get into places where, uh, where others can't. And his uh, lack of fear helps him do things that, uh, you know, it's almost like a superpower yeah. um, for the Did- team. Did either of you get kind of get the hardcore Henry vibe from? I mean, it was really just his shots that did that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've not seen that movie, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, a little the bit. POV. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, I was, mean, was it was, was there cool any stuff. other yeah. moment in the movie that was POV other than his? Mm, not that I can think no, of. I don't think so. I don't, there, I don't think there was. There might have been one or two moments where they had the camera on the gun while they're shooting bad guys. Yeah, like that, that aiming, yeah, going around a corner or something. Yeah. They, they do that occasionally, but, but for the most part, I don't, I don't think so. Um, but it was, it was literally like Michael Bay is like, ooh, I like, I like this uh, parkour stuff. Let's, uh, well, let's include it, this. It's fun to shoot. I mean, it's cool to watch, especially. I'm not going to lie. When he's trying to escape from the Hong Kong mission and he's jumping on those steel beams, I mean, I know he's on harness and all that garbage. It makes my butt pucker. I can't stand to watch that stuff, man. I'm sitting in my comfy chair in my living room going, oh, like, <laughs> like I know that's not how he's going to die. But then again, the, yeah. you know, other guy got, I got a forklift to the neck, to the neck. Yeah, so like, and, and that was the, I mean, I, I think that was kind of the point of killing off the poor guy. Yeah. was to give us that edge, especially when they kept trying to leave this kid. How many times they almost leave this kid? Yeah, no kidding. Two or three times? No. Yeah. Uh, I will say it's interesting that to replace the driver, they got a sniper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, they yeah. never did get another driver. I thought that was interesting. They should just go down the street and find baby driver, get him get him out of uh, get, get him out of the I still uh, haven't seen that. Oh, that's good. I think you'd like that. Yeah. You like Edgar well, Wright movies. Yeah, yeah, you like Edgar Wright, so I think you'd like that. I liked it. You just have to get past that Kevin Spacey's still in it. Um, Ooh, weird. It's, uh-huh. his, it's like his last movie for The Fall of Spacey. So, <laughs> The Fall of Spacey. Yeah, which sounds like a, like a space horror film or something. <laughs> um. I don't know. I, I did write like so. Some of the tropes. I mean, you have a bunch of like your typical Michael Bay tropes. Michael Bay tropes, yeah. But like you have the one guy that's got the conscience, right? So you know, you know, Ryan Reynolds has to be this cold, calculating guy, and then this one guy comes in. He's like, "Hey, my name is Bob or whatever," and you know, I, I, we need to, if we're gonna do these things, we need to do it for the right reasons and stuff. And he's trying to to be the conscience of the group, which is cool. You know, that, that's always, mm-hmm. that's always nice to have that guy. Cause he's kind of like us, right? He's, 
He kind of represents how we feel as the audience. Yeah. Um, I didn't take many notes on this movie. Uh, I think this. Well, what? How did you have time to? I well, I mean, you're you're not wrong. Um, I. <laughs> he's. Th- this movie does the thing um, that. I, it sometimes annoys me and sometimes it doesn't. In this case, it didn't annoy me, but I, I kind of rolled my eyes a little bit. It's like we have to really emphasize that the bad guy is a bad guy. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it's like... Michael Bay does that a lot. Yeah. Just, it's like, really? Come on. Yeah. You know? I I just... Not not to mention that, that people who aren't American are are either stupid or, or overly sexual. Yeah, well. Right? Yeah. I just especially Middle Eastern and uh Asian he portrays as just dumb people. Yeah, a little bit. Um but he also plays I think he kind of portrays a lot of people as dumb is the thing. You know, I just I think I don't know, maybe he thinks maybe he worked in the music industry for so long making all his music videos that that's how he thinks people are. I don't know. Maybe. I don't, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh I just Whenever you have a movie like this where you have a general or a president or something that's the true villain and all the soldiers are just willing to do his bidding, I just I have a hard time thinking that F you know would follow that, yeah. Well like F eighteen fighter pilots are gonna be strafing the street that he's driving down to clear the path. I mean, those are just people. I right. just I mean, I guess we live in America and I like to think that you know, I, we live in a place and, and people might say, well, this is why we all should be an armed citizenry. All right, whatever you believe, that's fine. I just, I have a hard time believing that if um, a military leader in our country ordered um, fighter jets to shoot on our own population, I have a hard time feeling that that I have a hard time believing. Check out, uh, check out the Stanford prison ex- experiment. I know that. I, a lot of I, stuff. Right. I mean, but that's also super isolated and... What about Nazi Germany? Uh, again, yeah. No, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. And so maybe that Russia, Russia uh, you know, under Stalin. I mean, it's it's you know, it's happened it, in it, history. Hell, it's I mean, we crazy and it's horrible. It ha- you know. I mean, Americans have. I mean, people forget. Like there was a there were strikes in the eighteen late late eighteen early nineteen hundreds, where when we first used planes, we bombed our own people. Like we bombed uh-huh. Americans. I mean, it has happened. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'm 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 trying to lay down <laughs> the idea that in our quote unquote modern day, whatever, we wouldn't do that. But again, yeah. I you, you I mean you're not wrong. I mean, and, and it's hard for me to even maybe get 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 too naive about that as literally we're gearing up for a war. So uh, you know yes. who knows. Well, we we're not a political podcast, but I I worry about. Stanford prison experiment type of stuff. So yeah. I'll just leave it at that. Um, so yeah. So yeah, the bad guy's a super bad guy. Um, I really did. Like I said, I didn't, uh, I've actually basically said all the notes that I've, uh, I've wrote down. <laughs> it's just, this movie was just, it was just so it fun. Was so I don't, awesome. I don't know what else to say other than go watch it. Um, yeah. I'm going to play some. I mean, in, in oh. <laughs> really it was, it's a Michael Bay film. You can't go into it in any other thought than in it's a Michael Bay film. Don't expect character development. Don't expect, you know, clear cut directing. You know, it's it's 
it's a Michael Bay film. Go grab some popcorn. You know, maybe take a few shots before you watch the movie. It might make more sense. I don't know. Yeah. But um, maybe, maybe that's it. Maybe it's all the cold medicine I'm on that um, that made me really like this thing. I'm not going to lie, yeah, though. I will I... say, com- if you compare this to other things that Michael Bay has done, um, you know, you, you any of the former or, or uh, most recent uh, Transformer, yes. I mean, this is leagues beyond that as yes. far as quality yes. and um, the story itself. Um, now, you, we don't see very many movies where we have all these uh, cuts and flashbacks and, and, you know, backstories of characters that are done this way. I, I, I can't think of one off the top of my head that's done this way. So I think the way that the story is told is really interesting and different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Sam said you you, you want to see something different that you haven't seen before. And I think this story, this way of telling the story is, is different. We haven't seen it before. Yes. Um, or at least I haven't recently. Yeah, I'm um, well, trying to and think. He, and let me add to this. Let me add to this for, for Andrew here, too, that um, there's one thing I came out of this movie wanting, and that is a sequel. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't, I mean, that tells you a lot about wanting a sequel to a Michael Bay film. <laughs> well, pretty and, interesting. Yeah, I mean, it, it's set up for one. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I'm looking back at his movies, right? So I'm going to take the whole Transformers series and throw it out the window. I don't Please do. They're only the first one is any kind of good. They're all bad. I we've not seen I've not seen The Last Night. But wait, you can go out the Smithsonian and find yourself in the Arizona desert and then hang out with these um, guys cuz it's the same yeah. it's the same gra- airplane graveyard. He likes that shot for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um I've not seen The Island and I heard it's actually pretty good. Um, I kind of like the island. Yeah, that's that's before he got too crazy with his explosions. So you had Bad Boys, then The Rock, then Armageddon. So far, the I'm, Rock is a med. Um, yeah, the Rock he, is he went so on a fun. good streak there for yeah, a while. Yeah, Armageddon is, is not a bad movie. Pearl Harbor's got issues, and then Bad Boys Two, which is great, probably my favorite. Mm-hmm. Then the island, which I've not seen. Transformers, which is fine. And then he does Revenge of the Fallen, and then Dark of the Moon, which are not good. And then Pain and Gain, which I did not see. Age of Extinction, which is horrible. Thirteen hours, and, which is and really was funny. Uh, Thirteen hours, which is really good. Yeah. And then the last night, which I have no idea, but I assume is terrible. And then this movie. And he's doing something called Robo Apocalypse. That's oh just been announced. A sci-fi story set in the aftermath of an up a robot uprising. There's no. There's nothing else about it. Like it's just there's a book. I think it's based on a book, to tell you the truth. Sounds like the sequel to Zombievers. Uh apparently Anne Hathaway is gonna be in it. Wow. Uh Chris Hemsworth is gonna be in it. Huh. And Spielberg wait, what? According to this, Spielberg is gonna direct. Hey, cool. I'm so confused. Robert Pattinson was in negotiation but lost to Chris Hemsworth or something. I'm so confused. Under under Michael Bay, it says director. Like, huh. it says his name, but when you go to trivia, this is so weird. When you go to trivia, this film was deep into pre-production with a production set to start filming in a couple of months with the lead role with Steven Spielberg. Oh, the project came to a sudden halt during pre-production. It was officially delayed as Spielberg decided that script needed to be polished and rewritten and had to be done. And so maybe that's how Michael Bay got a hold of it. I don't know. 
That's weird. Anyway, yeah. Robopocalypse coming oh, wow. eventually. I don't know. How great would it be if Spielberg was the director and Michael Bay was like the cinematographer slash action director? Oh, that'd be interesting. Uh, yeah. Yeah, right? Be yeah, that'd be interesting. I will say this, Sam. I'm going to argue one point just a little bit that you made. And, it's, mm-hmm. and this is a nitpicky of a thing where you said it's a Michael Bay film. There's not going to be character development. There usually is. It's just not great. You know what I'm saying? Well, like, it's not well scripted. It's not I, well. It's not deserved. I think it doesn't feel deserved. I think some of it is is fine and subtle. You know, like the team is supposed to be these cold, calculating, and then by the end, like you know, the dude's taking the girl to go see his mom. You know, I mean, like it's super cheesy. I mean, it reminds me of like this. The ending of this kind of reminds me of Armageddon when the president is giving his speech and it shows all the survivors going down to hang out with their families and things like that. You know, like the guy that's no longer allowed to see his kid is now invited over to dinner, like things like that. It's super, it's super cheesy, but I'm okay with it. It's, Uh it's, you know, it's, it's fine. And I think that there's some character development there. Um, It's again, it's not a lot, but to your point, Sam, it's a Michael Bay film. I don't need a lot. You know, I just, Oh, yeah, we don't need it. Yeah, we don't need the character to go on this long, expressive journey from point A to Z. They just need to go from A to B. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, he, he, was, he was a douche, and now he's less of a douche. All right, there's your, there's <laughs> your, here's your character development. So I know you're ready for some clips. Yeah, oh, let's do it. Oh, here we go. Number one. Nice call on the day glow green. He blends right into the Italian architecture. <laughs> Uh, actually, as I look at it, I realize that all of my clips are of, of Ryan Reynolds, but I mean, how can you not? Yeah. What, if what I'm going to, yeah, if I'm going to clip somebody, it might as well be him. Um, I, I've never heard this before, but this made me laugh <laughs> out loud. Do you mind? I can feel the tip. <laughs> oh my gosh. That cracked me up. Uh, that, that chick, by the way, that he ended up sleeping with was very attractive. Very. Um, oh, speaking of the girl though. So the other, so there's the two girls on the team. There's the doctor and the CIA. Yeah. So the doctor lady for about half the movie, I thought, is that the naked lady from the robot movie? Oh yeah. And it is not. But for yeah. a long time, I've, I'm sitting here looking at her, going, "Have I seen you naked? Like, is that are you the same girl?" <laughs> it's, oh dear, it's not, but it does look like her. Uh, this part also made me laugh. Oh, good. Hey, who's this honey badger? I'm I'm Raymond. Hi, Raymond. You new to the team? Just <laughs> just hanging out. It's Brittany, bitch. <laughs> no, we should probably go discuss our sensitive <laughs> geopolitical issues when we're you know Raymond free. Great security though. Really great. <laughs> I love Raymond. Yeah. <laughs> it's just one of those. Where do you come up with that crap? Where I kind of wanted to see. I kind of wanted to see like him come back for something. Yeah, how great would it have been if Raymond somehow was on the team eventually? That would be uh, that would be perfect. Or or by accident, yeah. you know? Like, yeah. Like, like yeah, meet him on the street. Here's a gun, Raymond. Help. Mm-hmm. You know. And, he gets a guy or something. There, there, there's two parts of me that I want that, that want to have happen in this moment, where like e- either a, um, 
Raymond is just a guy on the crew who was just sitting there having lunch. And when Michael Bay was ready to start filming, he was like, hey, this is actually kind of funny. Just make it up. You know what I'm saying? Like, like hey, yeah. Ryan, just make yeah. something up here. <laughs> or B, they had a gag where he was going to come back and they had to like leave it on the cutting room floor. You know what uh-huh. I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like we... No, oh my gosh! If only there was a, a a a seventh person here that could help us, and then Ray just happens to Raymond just shows up like, oh hey, you guys forgot this important thing, you know? So anyway, perfect. I don't know. Um, I'm my brain is filled now, literally thinking about that with two things I have to remember to tell you guys on air for this later. It's just gonna. You know, so I'm just trying to remember to get there. So all right, uh, this made me also laugh. Break out Roback's baby brother from his 90th floor prison. It's a simple snatch and grab, minus the word simple, because it's not, and minus the word snatch. 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 Snatch what? Minus the word snatch and grab, because they mean the same thing. Snatch. Snatch. Stop saying that. (laughs) 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 Uh, Yes. Okay. Um, Here we go. So the look on the, uh, the sniper's face was the same look I had on my face until the joke was revealed. Can I ask you something? If you had one shot, one opportunity to seize everything that you ever wanted in one moment, would you capture it or let it slip? Was that a... Was that Eminem? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And then the guy sits up and says, it gave me effing goosebumps. (laughs) And... This last one. Feel like a Jedi. There you go. Feels like a Jedi. Feel like a Jedi. <laughs> I don't know what that noise was, but I kind of wish I still had my Power Ranger one. Feel like a Jedi. Like a... <laughs> yeah. And then you can have that go right next. I feel like a Power Ranger. So, all right, here we go. And now for some more bad news. Ready? Before I get to the that, I'm going to go. This is actually a good time to transition back to what I was saying. So when I made the joke about. Him just kind of hanging out. So yeah. I don't know if you saw the thing that I posted on Facebook earlier today. Uh, a friend of mine, a big Star Wars nerd friend of mine, uh, sent me this link to a Reddit page. And apparently, according to this guy, again, anonymous person on Reddit, so take it for what it is. He's a dude who has a friend that works for JJ and was on set. So again, this is super hearsay. Take it for what it's worth. Believe me or not, I don't care. I don't. That's fine. Why is my microphone super soft all of a sudden? What just happened? Oh, my God. That's gosh. not excited enough. Wow. All right. Man, I've been super quiet for like the last five minutes. Man. All right. Um, now, I'm too loud. I apologize, listeners, for what just happened. And I guess I can fix that in post. So, um, so you remember when we were talking last week about how cool would it have been when Ray is getting attacked by... The guy at the end, I'm trying to be spoiler-free since last week. Yes. You knew there were spoilers. And I said, wouldn't it be cool if she had some help with her mm-hmm. instead yeah. of just voices? They actually yeah. filmed that. And, and oh, Disney, they didn't use it? And Disney cut it. No. Yeah. Hmm. There's, there's, apparently, there was a lot of things that J.J. wanted that Disney cut are, that are things that we all basically wanted. Because I went and read through it, and I mean, like, if you listened to our podcast, you would have thought that we read that article first. Wow. You know, there was that. 
um, there was a big argument about the fact that basically the the article is making a point that Kathleen Kennedy had no creative control over the overall story arc and that it literally was three separate writing, three separate directors. And that's why it feels so disjointed. Yep. Um, Yep. That sounds about right. And that's why JJ basically goes back and kind of, you know, has to fix some stuff, what he considers were things that the last Jedi did that he did not like. You know, right. like what Mark Hamill, Mark Hamill catches the lightsaber and says, "You should treat a Jedi lightsaber with more respect," as opposed to mm-hmm. when he threw it on the ground, like things like that, right? So, so it's a really interesting article. If you, if you get a chance, it's on our Facebook page. Go read it. It's pretty long, but if it's true, if what it's being claimed is true, it um. It makes me sad for Disney uh-huh. and for Lucas. Yeah, well, you know, and, and, and Lucas Arts. You start wondering too with all the, I don't want to say power that they have, the just the mega company they are. How mm-hmm. much a lack of competition is keeping them from uh, from doing better stuff? Well, I know Disney owns Marvel, but it makes me wonder if the 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 Star Wars side is looking across the hall at the Marvel side and Marvel's kicking their butts. Yeah. And, and they're like, and they are, and they're like, you know, you know, JJ, this, these are the things that we need to see, you know, cause JJ filmed and directed a movie that was going to be three hours long. And, um, according to, again, the article from according to JJ, it was edited to not his liking. It was uh, there was a lot of stuff edited out that he well, did not. and that's exactly what we said too. And the other th- where and the, it it felt like that movie in itself should have been a trilogy. Yeah, well, and the other there was some other like things in there, like small things, but like, um, in an effort to sell more toys, they put that line in where like they can fly now. You know, JJ like mm-hmm. he said he didn't want those lines in, and when they were put in, he basically rolled his eyes. Because that was done in a reshoot that he didn't have control over. So, uh. read the article. Um, I didn't mean to hijack this episode, but go read the article. The other thing I wanted to mention that just cracked me up. And I've mentioned this show on the podcast before, but I've been watching with my son Milo's Murphy's Law, mm-hmm. which is a uh, produced uh, and starring Weird Al Yankovic, <laughs> and. You know, there's a lot of jokes in there that are for adults. I mean, my kid likes it because it's ridiculous and stuff falls apart and all this stuff. But there's every episode he has he has a dog that he calls Dog. Literally, Dog spells dog, and that's the name of the dog is Dog. Oh, nice. Which is funny, right? And every episode, the dog will just randomly show up, and he'll say, "Dog, you don't belong in a submarine. Go home." And then the dog will leave, and then. At the end of the episode, when things are most dire, the dog will show up and help them. It happens in almost every episode. And so this last episode that we watched, which was an hour-long special that had a lot of Doctor Who references and um, some some really fun time travel paradoxes that they're making fun of, Mm-hmm. Um, like they're walking down a the street, they get hit by a peach, 
they duck to pick up the peach to and and that them doing that saves them from getting caught so then you fast forward 10 minutes where they get into the time machine and go back in time to find out what's going on they're up on this catwalk and they they see the peach well the guy that got hit by the peach put it in his pocket so then he pulls the peach out of his pocket and then throws it at himself right so then he goes wait a minute where did you get that peach from he's like somebody threw it at you and i picked it up and he goes but then you gave it to me and i threw it at you so where did you get the peach from from earlier when you had the peach thrown at you like you know saying like it created a loop uh, a, a paradox <clears throat> loop, and they're just making fun of it. So anyway, my point was, is that the dog shows up to to save the day, and you find out that the dog's middle name is Ex Machina. <laughs> oh, nice. The dog is literally Dog Ex Machina Murphy, and the dog does literally save the day by peeing on a thing. So, um, anyway, there you go. I think it's a Disney movie show. Sam, I think it might yeah. be on Disney Plus. Maybe I don't. I'm not 100 percent sure on that. I think Disney owns it, but it, it might be a, a Nickelodeon thing. I don't remember. But it's hilarious, and I watch it with my son all the time, and it's it's hilarious. So anyway, Dog X Machina in the show that uh, made me think of that. Okay, here we go. And now for some more bad news. Ready? Um, there was surprisingly a lot of trivia for a Netflix film, but unfortunately, majority Especially for of one so new. Yeah, but unfortunately, most of it was about filming locations, and I did not care. Oh, really? Yeah, there's a lot of, well, the, the building. They used it for a vacation, didn't they? No, well, one of the, the, the private jets that they're flying on is Michael Bay's private jet. Um, the yacht that they're using it owned, is owned by the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, wow. Um, but, like, the building that's in China that's actually... That's actually um, in Saudi Arabia, where they did uh-huh. all all of the desert stuff with Saudi Arabia. Um, they were supposed to film in Rome, but the streets are so bad there for car chases, so that's why they moved it to Florence. Um, I kind of wondered about that. Yeah, there's a lot of like in the building where the they almost crash into the David. Uh-huh. That's not it, that it's not in that building. It's in another building completely. But uh, well, actually the. Uh... Uh, th- there is a second copy of David there, mm. but it's a copy. Yeah, it's not the original. Yeah. Um. So here's the stuff that I did uh, uh, write down, which I thought was pretty interesting. A year prior to the release, Ryan Reynolds posted a video on Instagram of himself talking about how quiet Michael Bay's movies are, while in the background a car explodes. This scene is in the movie, and you can actually see Reynolds in the background filming the video for his post. That is awesome. (laughs) That is some great fourth wall breaking. I love it. And there's a very obvious... I I think that... um, I honestly think that Ryan Reynolds put this trivia in here, because this just kind of sounds like him. There's a various obvious. There's a very obvious bottle of aviation gin sitting on the bar in the Paris Opera House. <laughs> the beverage company is partly owned by Ryan Reynolds, who plays number one. Reynolds is well known for his blatant and shameless advertising. Huh. So there you go. Perfect. Yes. Uh, here we go. 
Excuse me while I whip this out. Somehow we have not done Ryan Reynolds movies. Ryan Reynolds movies. And I was looking back at the list. We did Buried. What else of his have we done? We've not done the Green Lantern. We did all oh, we did um uh not Blade. What did we do? Where he's the, the Deadpool. Deadpool. We did we did Deadpool. As a spoiler cast. But other than that, it's been it, right? Yeah, I, yeah, I think, think so. so. So so two, huh. so two two movies of his, right? Yeah. But Close. I honestly haven't seen a whole bunch of his movies anyway. So uh, Andrew, you go first here. Okay. Um I've got a well, I'll start with uh, number 3, I guess. Uh, I've got a movie called The Voices. Okay. Um, oh. And it was on Netflix for a, a long time. I don't know if it still is. Um but it's actually one that my wife watched and and she said yeah, I, I kind of thought it looked stupid, and I said, uh, "What is this?" And she said, "If you haven't seen it, you need to watch it." And it really is very great. Um, and then at number two, I have R.I.P.D. because <laughs> uh, he is hilarious in that one, uh, especially with uh, uh, Jeff Bridges. It's a they, bad they, movie, but he's funny. Oh yeah, it's a terrible movie, but they work really well together in that, and uh, it's it's really fun. And then. Number one, I've got tied Deadpool 1 and 2. All right. Sure. Uh, Sam? Yeah. Um, kind of, well, I, I've got two movies that, that Andrew didn't have. Uh, my number three is Smoke and Aces. Okay. Which, it's, it's still, you got to see that one, Obi. I think you'd really like it. My number two is Buried, which we did for this podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was good. Yeah. And um, my, I'm right there with uh, with Andrew in terms of the the role he was born to do, and that was the Deadpool um, one and two. Yeah, yeah. So. That's weird when you click on his name. Things he's known for: Deadpool one, Deadpool two, X Men Origins Wolverine, where he plays Wade Wilson, and Buried. Those, huh. those, I I would not have thought of uh, uh, Buried, Buried. How do you pronounce it? You know what I'm saying? Like, well, that was such a strange film. I mean, it was yeah. literally him in a box. I just, yeah, I'm, su- I'm surprised it's not uh, the the Pokemon movie, or you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just kind of, no, whatever. Uh, my three uh, are so two of mine are different. So I of course have the Deadpool in there, but I have it at number two. My number three is a movie called Safe House, which. Uh, came out some years ago. Did not do really all that well, uh, but I I liked it a lot. It's a CIA kind of movie. Him and Denzel. It's I I, I like it a lot. Um, my number two is Deadpool, which I guess I mean one or two, whatever. Uh, I'm just putting Deadpool as 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 the character because those two movies are so good. Though I think I think one is better, but I think two is still pretty funny. And my number one. Is Hitman's Bodyguard? I just I, I can't get enough of this movie. I really can't. I can't wait to watch it for the podcast. We'll find a way to get it streaming if it's ever streaming on whatever service. The you know moment they're making a second one, right? Yeah, the Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. Yeah, I can't wait to watch that. I'm I'm so excited. It's in it's in post production. Uh, 
on, on the IMDb page, the director is rumored. How do you not know who the director is? <laughs> uh, Richard That's E. Grant is in it, along with oh, Morgan Freeman, Antonio Banderas, Frank Grillo. Oh, Logan man. Freeman. Yeah. yeah. I like I like Frank. You like Frank, Sam. That's the that's the Punisher. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's great. So I do have a, a honorable mention that I forgot. Yeah. Uh, that it's a rom com that uh, my wife and I watch. The Sandra Bullock. Yeah. Uh, the proposal. The proposal is, that is, where, is cute. doesn't she fall on him or something naked? Naked. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's a it's a funny little movie. Yeah. Where that eagle and comes I, and picks up the. I dog. love Betty White in that. Yeah. yeah, Betty White's pretty great. Um, the guy that plays his dad in that movie, which I think is the guy that played Coach, I think um, he's he has a, he's had a couple episode role in. We've been watching Young Sheldon, and he oh, has, yeah. he has an interesting role in that. I I must admit, Young Sheldon is is actually a really good show, and they they made his dad in Big Bang Theory off to be like this kind of drunken asshole. And in this show, he's this sweet, endearing, just kind of lovable guy. Hmm. It's real. I mean, maybe through the, 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 the point of view of a little kid like Sheldon, maybe he comes across that way, you know, but like, mm-hmm. like there was an episode where his twin sister, Missy is having like a really hard time with like a boy or something. And the dad's like, I I don't I can't fix things. I you know he's like I don't know how to fix it. So what? How can I help you? And she's like, Can you just can we just throw can we just play catch in the backyard? He's like, Okay. And like there's just a scene with them playing catch. Like it's it's this super sweet moment where a dad like all all well Andrew you don't have a, any daughters so you'll never experience this. But Sam and I we both have daughters and there's gonna be a point in which they're gonna be heartbroken. And we, as the dad, yeah. are going to want to fix it, and we can't because mm-hmm. that's not our job to fix, even though yeah. we, as men, like to fix things. And thats I don't look forward to that at all. That's going to be so hard for me. Um, not that I want to, like, go and, like, hurt anyone. I just I want to fix it, you know? like I want to hurt you. That's fine. But, um I mean, my jobs in my job description, like my number two thing in my job description is to troubleshoot problems. So anyway, that's the show. My gosh. Um, Six underground. Oh, no, it's not. Survived. I have to do this. Wait, what's supposed to happen? That's what Sam's about to say when the medicine wears off. Um, Mm -hmm. Out of 10, we have to rank this movie, give it a score of one to 10. And... I will start with uh, Andrew, as tradition would suggest. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, like I said, there was a lot of things that we hadn't seen before um, as far as the storytelling goes. I think that Michael Bay actually did a decent job of, of exploding things on screen um, <laughs> yeah. and and telling a decent story while doing it. So I'm going to give this a uh, 7.5 out of 10. All right. Cool. Sam. I can't believe I'm about to do this to a Michael Bay film, but I enjoyed the snot out of it. Uh, (laughs) 7.92 out of 10 for me. This was a wild ride. Had a blast. I, I 
I totally, I'm on board. I just, yeah. I, had, I had too much fun with this movie. I just thought it was nonstop from the word go. Um, but yeah, I'm, I, I, I think it was a lot of fun. So uh, I'm going to give it just an eight, just a regular old eight. Yep. Because this was just, it's just too fun. It's so, a fun movie. Yeah. Really. This is. is something we could put on the background and drink and laugh and have fun and, and cheer at the right moments and, you know, have fun watching as a group. Yeah. As well. This is something I could see college students putting on in the background like we used to do. Well, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I, I'm, I can't wait to have an excuse to watch this movie again. <laughs> I mean, seriously, like, so my, yeah. my landlord, uh, buddy, Chris, who has sort of contributed to the show before he loves Hitman's bodyguard. He was the one that was like, dude, you need to watch this. And I did. And he, believe it or not, which is a weird thing to believe, but his 69, 70 year old mother, it's her favorite movie of all time right now. <laughs> I mean, if if I walked over their house right now at ten thirty seven p.m. on a Monday and said, "Hey guys, you want to watch Hitman's Bodyguard?" <coughs> She's putting on a pot of coffee and saying, "Let's do it." I yeah. mean, like seriously. So when I said to him, I met him a couple of days ago. I said, "Dude, you must go watch Six Underground." He goes, "Really?" And I said, "It just it feels like the same kind of movie." He goes, "Oh, I'm on. I'm in, I'm on board." So if he hasn't watched it yep. yet, I might call him up like next couple of days and see if I can go over and watch it with him. Just because I want to, yeah. I want to watch this again. I'm not gonna lie, I had so much <laughs> fun with this. I really did. All right. Speaking of stuff that's fun, I know we're the show's getting a little long, so I'll I'll wrap this up as succinctly as I can. Next week, we'll be celebrating our sixth anniversary as a podcast. Holy crap! We have relationship with you listeners that have lasted longer than most marriages in Hollywood. Listener. Huh. Listener. Yeah. <laughs> Singular. Which, by the way, listener, okay, I'm a little miffed here. The Rise of Skywalker episode should have more downloads than the, <laughs> than the Grinch movie, okay? You guys need to step it up. It's like, like, I know you've watched the movie by now. Go, go, go download that episode. It's a good episode. Go watch it. Um, Anyway, there's my rant. So next week, we are having hopefully some special guest appearances. I don't, you know, I, I guess they're confirmed. I don't know. Whatever. I don't know. You never know confirmed with these guys. Yeah. So hopefully we'll have a cast of five next week. And we have decided, I'm going to say it on air so it's official, we are doing Iron Sky 2. Yes. That's right. They made a second one. Um, we, <laughs> we've been waiting for it to come on to streaming. It finally is here, and it's called Iron Sky, The Coming Race. And, <laughs> and if you haven't seen the first one, go see it. you got to go see yes. the first one. It's, uh, I don't know anything else in it other than it's an hour and a half long, and IMDb has it at a 5.0 rating. So... I can't wait to watch this. I know that the lady that played, that was doing the um, Sarah Palin archetype, she's in this also. Oh, dear God. But I don't know. Imagine when that was the worst we, we had to worry about. Yeah. Just so you know. Just, Tom, just remember, we've been on there that long, by the way. Yeah, it's true. Tom, Tom Green is in this. <laughs> 
Wow. Yeah. It's emerging from obscurity from his hiding place. Tom Green. And no one else in here as I as I recognize. So except So another uh, thing that's it's wild to think about is how long this movie uh it took to be produced and, and made. Yeah. I mean yeah, and we'll talk about that next week, but I mean I remember when we reviewed Iron Sky uh would have been about four years ago mm-hmm. saying they've announced the sequel. Uh-huh. So I mean it, it took them about three and a half, four years to make to get this thing made. So which is not really all that surprising. So we're gonna do a traditional episode. No, we're not gonna do like a, a um a watch and review. We're gonna do a regular episode. So please Ladies and gentlemen, if you've been listening to the show, send us a message for six years. I'd love to read some emails. Um, if you if you stuck with us since episode one, uh, God bless you. Um, if you're still if you're new to the show, please cheapseatreviews at gmail dot com would be, it would be super awesome to hear from you. Um, Twitter dot com slash slash what at, we're at at cheapseatcast is our Twitter. Facebook dot com slash cheapseatreviews is that. Uh, just get in touch with us any way you can. It'd be so cool just to have some kind of interaction with you guys again. We used to get Carrier a lot. Pigeon. Yeah, we used to get it. it. It stopped. I probably my fault, and I apologize. Let's let's get the let's get the community activism going on. Activism is not the right word. Community interaction <laughs> uh, going so again. Raise your pitchforks. Yeah, I don't I don't know. So, uh, yeah. I just I'm super excited. Six years is a big deal. I mean, in 2019, the podcast, you know, like 20, I think, was 17 is when Serial happened, and then like it seemed like 2018 was the rise of the podcast, and then by 2019, everyone had one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, six years with the hormones they put in foods now. Who knows? You could have, you know, body hair. Yeah. Yes, all of those things. Um, and hopefully Sam will be better so you can uh, be able to, to participate. Um, I once looked up what our um, our podcast rank was. Oh, dear Lord. It's, I mean, it's ridiculous. Um, I'm trying to find it real quick. I'm not going to be able to find it quickly. But Does your, does your computer carry that number of uh, zeros? It's... Um, Basically, like IMDb just puts not IMDb, uh, Apple just kind of puts us. So, like in our category, we were like six hundredth of like nine hundred or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like yeah, the yeah. fact that there's like nine hundred podcasts in just our category is insane. Because when we started this show, for about mm, fifteen twenty weeks, we were in the top fifty because there were only like a hundred shows. You know what I'm saying? Like. Like, that's how much the genre has grown. It's insane. Wow. Yeah, it's insane. So, um, yeah, there you go. Um, so that's our show. Uh, I'm super excited about next week, if you can't tell. I, I really am. And that's Don't get sick. Yeah, don't get sick. Yeah, well, I'll try not to, of course. Um, so, anyway... That's the podcast. Um, I'm just gonna to go out on this. I'm still trying to find our ranking. I'll I'll find it off here, and just say again, leave us a uh, send us an email, cheapseatreviews at gmail.com. and leave us a review iTunes, 
Uh, I found out today that we will probably never get put on uh, Spotify <laughs> because in their terms and agreements, I found out today that if you have one second of unauthorized audio, they'll kick you off. And oh, I'm wow. like, yeah, we're done. Mm. Our whole no, no, show, be us. our whole, sh- our be whole, us. all of our intro is kind of stolen music, and um, technically, yeah. like literally, the only thing that I truly have rights to would have been Steve Everett's music. So, yeah, yeah. and even then, like I might have to prove to Spotify that I have the rights to do it, to play that music. So, anyway, that's the show. That's it, hey guys. It's been it's been super awesome, and we will see you next week um, for Iron Sky Two and the sixth anniversary of Cheap Suit Review.